0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yo. That's y- y'all crazy as shit, yo. <laughs> but but before I get started, seriously, real quick, one more time for me. people clap for me man remember remember when you're little and you're getting potty trained and you would pee in the toilet and your parents would clap for you i used to love that shit man it made me feel like i was good at something you know like sometimes today i'll be taking a pee and i'll look down and think to myself you still got it nigga like you have lost a step look at you go I look at the guy at the urinal next to me like, hey, could you clap or say something nice? <laughs> I'm over here being a big boy and shit. Cheer for me, nigga. <laughs> no, nah, but if you're in the crowd, man, you got to witness my host, man. We take him everywhere. Kenny Mock, let him hear it, man. Kenny. <clears throat> Kenny. Kenny is a very funny guy. Uh, very friendly. Very friendly. A little too friendly, if you ask me. And I'm gonna give you an example. He called me up the other day. He said, Jason, let's go get something to eat. He came to my house. He picked me up. He took me out to eat. He paid for it. He said, hey man, let's catch a movie. Took me to the movies, paid for it. Then he took me home and dropped me off. I felt like a bitch. I felt like I was on a date. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I just leaned in, kissed him, told him, I would love to see you again, you know? (laughs) He gonna pay for everything, you know? I wanna see him two more times, don't judge me. I don't have money like that. My wife came outside, she said, who the hell is that? I said, I think it's my boyfriend. (laughs) You gotta ask him, I don't know but could you go inside while I talk to him for a little bit? (laughs) This could be my soulmate, and you fucking it up. (laughs) It's good to be back on stage, man. It was back in March, back in March of 2020, when this whole pandemic kicked in, and I was in Richmond, Virginia, at the Richmond Funny Bone, and I got a call that all my shows were canceled. Uh, I was bored as shit. I had nothing to do. So I downloaded TikTok... Don't clap. You didn't like me before I had a gay son with a blind friend. I can't stand you guys. You guys don't even like me. You like imaginary children. That I play. <laughs> I was at the airport on the way here. This lady was like, Oh, snap, that's Derek's dad. I said, Bitch, I ain't Derek's dad. I'm a real boy. Don't be doing that shit. Somehow, somehow I gained over 8 million followers on TikTok. And I thought, I thought I had 8 million adult friends. These are kids like a motherfucker, man. And I know because they invited me over. They said, hey, man, come through. We're partying. I went through, it was a nine year old's birthday party. I jumped in a bounce house for 45 minutes. And then I grabbed my goodie bag and I left. I said, I don't feel comfortable, you know? I walked in smoking a blunt. (laughs) Looking for Ethan. That shit was weird as fuck. And don't get me wrong, man. I love the recognition I get. People see me on the streets. They get excited. But some people say some weird shit. I was in Tampa a few months back. A guy comes up to me after the show. He's, he's with his wife. He's like, hey man, my wife loves you. You are her favorite TikToker. She thinks you are so funny. Kiss her, bro. <laughs> now I'm a comedian, right? And so jokingly, I'm like, hey man, I'm in the hotel across the street. Why don't I just take her back to the room and have sex with her? And he said, she would love that. how uncomfortable I felt when I was fucking her that night? (laughs) He had had his phone out, you know? (laughs) Like he was recording me, you know? And I got a small ass. I ain't want my little butthole on social media. I had to cover it the whole time I was hitting it. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry for this side. I had to do it like this. (laughs) I fucking hate TikTok, man. Some people like these videos, man, but some people get mad. On my TikTok, I portray my 11-year-old son, Derek, right? Just an 11-year-old male chitin' girl scout that wants to fuck firemen. Normal, (laughs) normal boy, right? And if you don't follow me, I play both parts. I play dad and son. And for the son, I just simply put a filter on my face. And I only tell you this because this lady hit me up on TikTok, and she was like, I can't believe you let your son cuss on TikTok. I don't know if she did that when she typed. That's... (laughs) That's how I read it, though. <laughs> she was dead serious. She thought my son was just me with a big-ass mouth. <laughs> I didn't know how to respond. I didn't respond for, like, ten days. I came on ten days later. I was like, hey, I talked to him. <laughs> and he told me to tell you, fuck you. His words, not mine. I wouldn't say shit like that. (laughs) And that's not even a weird shit. I also portray his 11-year-old blind friend, Blind Adam, right? (laughs) Just an 11-year-old blind kid who can't see shit, but he thinks he can, right? (laughs) And I thought it was funny. I was having a good time pretending to be this Blind Adam character. And I was doing ignorant shit. I was doing this shit, but I was missing it as shit. I thought that shit was hilarious. And then I cannot make this up. I was DM'd on Instagram by a guy named Blind Adam. And he is not happy at all. He said, my videos aren't funny, and I'm making fun of disabled people and out of the risk of sounding ignorant, how the fuck did he see my video? <laughs> I thought you was blind, nigga, what happened? What happened to the first part of your name, you know? He wanted me to call him, so I called him, and he chastised the shit out of me. He said the video where the blind kid's drawing the cat, that shit ain't funny. When the blind kid's trying to read, that shit ain't funny. When the blind kid's writing letters, that shit ain't funny. He said, this is low hanging fruit and I'm starting to think you ain't really a comedian. And I said, I'm starting to think you ain't really blind, nigga. Like, how many videos did you watch? Man? mad at me and we're both pretending to be blind <laughs> how's that fair blind Adam lives in Oakland and now I refuse to do shows in Oakland <laughs> because I'm scared he's going to show up with an army of 30 blind people <laughs> sit up front face the wrong direction <laughs> He just gonna be over there just. <laughs> this shit ain't funny. You ever seen this nigga's TikToks? Y'all ignorant as fuck for laughing at that. When I called him, I blocked my number too. And I don't know why, but I did. It felt right. When he answered, he got mad. He was like, You called from no caller ID. Why? I said, How the fuck did you see that? Someone's lying, nigga. I don't know. I hate TikTok. People think this TikTok shit is my real life. On my TikTok, my wife's a prostitute. My wife's not really a prostitute. But you guys don't give a fuck. If people see her with me, they will ask her. We were at Walmart one time. This guy comes up. He was like, Jason Banks, I love your shit, bro. This is your wife? I'll pay you to sleep with her. <laughs> I was like, nigga, how much? <laughs> I wanna see, we had bills. I ain't know what he's gonna say. We're falling behind. He said $5,000. She got mad. She was like, ooh, hell no. He was like, I'm sorry. I said, shit, I'll do it. You know what I mean? That's $5,000, baby. So we're all cut up on our bills and shit. I fucking hate TikTok. I can't wait to stop shooting these videos, man. Don't say no. I'm on my knees for two hours a day. I'm the prostitute. I hate it. I hate TikTok because they take my videos down all the time. But let a 13-year-old girl come on there and shake her ass and they'll show that shit to the world. I saw my 13-year-old niece on there shaking her ass. Fuck reporting her to TikTok. I reported her to her dad. I called him right up. I said, you better get your daughter 13 on TikTok shaking her ass. He said, she's 15 and having fun. I said, she's about to be 16 and pregnant. <laughs> if you don't get her ass off the internet, bro. And singing freaky-ass songs, too. Certified freak, seven days a week. Wet-ass pussy. I said, you better dry that shit up. (laughs) Fuck. I gave her a sham wow. I said, you better spot that. Before you go outside, you can't be outside all wet. It's chilly, you know? you catch a cold. That ain't good. Because I've been doing stand-up for 15 years, so I really don't talk about TikTok a lot in my stand-up. I'm hoping to take it separate directions. Uh, we might get an animated series out of it. I talked to a few producers. Thank you. I talked I talk to a few producers. I can definitely tell you the guy in Atlanta is not going to do it. Uh, LAUGHTER He was excited at first. He was like, hey man, the network loves this shit. They think it could be huge. You could make millions. But let me ask you this, is Derek based off of you in real life? And I was like, Derek wants to fuck firemen and gets beat up by girls every day. (laughs) That ain't got shit to do with me, you know? And he sounded disappointed. He was like, ah, cause the network was really hoping. And I could see the money just leaving. I didn't know what to say. I was like, I, I kind of want to fuck a fireman. <laughs> I fucked four firemen and that's it, sir. I want my serious, don't judge me. So that's, what I, that's pretty much what I did during the pandemic. what did you guys do? The pandemic was crazy. Got my wife working from home, man. She works from home now, so she stopped dressing up for me. She says she has nowhere to go. So she stopped wearing makeup. She stopped shaving her legs and her armpits. She looked like a totally different person. I woke up one morning, saw her. I thought someone broke in the house, I swear. I called the police. I said, there's an intruder in my house. They said, where's he at? I said, uh, he's downstairs making breakfast for the kids. Please hurry, because he just kissed me and got in the shower, sir. (laughs) He's being sneaky. Pandemic put a lockdown on my whole city. We weren't allowed to do shit, and I live in a nice neighborhood. So I just sat on my front porch, and I watched white women jog by all day. That's all I saw was white women jogging by, and they're getting fast, too. Building up them leg muscles, man. I tried to rob one the other day. I couldn't catch her, you know? By the time I caught up, I was too tired to rob her. She gonna look back, talking about, what do you want from me? I said, let me just get a drink of your water. <laughs> then I'm gonna sit down, cause I'm tired. I was pulled over recently. I was drunk as shit. I had drugs in the car. Cop came to my window, he said, where are you heading tonight? I said, jail now, nigga. Like, <laughs> I was going to the basketball game, but you fucked that up for me, sir. I think I, think I ride with you now. <laughs> I think I get in the backseat, you know? A lot of shit happened during the pandemic. My cousin came out to us, told us he was gay. Clap for that shit, because that is huge. Hell yeah. You don't like gay people, sir? This is gonna be on TV and you didn't clap for the gay people. No, it's too late now, edit the clap. Don't put that in. You fucked up. (laughs) He's cool, I ain't gonna fuck with you, bro. But before I move on, how long have you hated the gay community? He anything, he cool, bro. My cousin came out and said he was gay. I was excited, because that's my best friend in the whole world. But with that being said, I knew he was gay in high school. I knew he was gay in high school because after every single football game, he would sprint to the locker rooms to be the first one in the showers. And here's why that made me suspicious. He wasn't on the football team. He didn't even go to our school, you know? Said, you gotta stop coming in here with your scented shampoo. Team's getting mad at me. I found out a lot during the pandemic. I found out I could be a snitch. I never thought I could be a snitch. And then there was a $50,000 reward put out for the information on the whereabouts of my own brother. And I looked for him, I looked hard. I find him at his girlfriend's house. He was like, hey, what's going on? I said, put your hands behind your fucking back. You're going to jail today, brother. The 50,000, I'll snitch on myself. I don't give a shit. I call the police right up like, hey, I'm in the living room behind the couch. Please hurry. I didn't mind the pandemic. I didn't mind the social distancing aspect. I didn't mind the fact that my friends weren't allowed to come to my house, because I don't like my friends. I feel like they overstay their welcome. They come over, get comfortable, put on my TV, put on movie after movie after movie, then look at me like, what should I put on next? (laughs) I'm like, your shoes, nigga. Get the fuck out of here, how long was you gonna stay? And I should probably let you guys know, too, I'm a friendly comedian. I try not to make fun of the crowd. Uh, Reason being, I can't fight. (laughs) And I ain't trying to get my ass beat when the show's over. I made fun of one guy one time. He comes up to me after the show. He's like, hey man, you ain't nothing but a bitch. I didn't know what to say. I'm like, you wouldn't hit a bitch, would you? (laughs) I'm, I'm safe, right? You're, you're a gentleman, I assume. <laughs> I got kids, I gotta go home, sir. I don't like to fight nowadays. I feel like fighting back in the day was easier. Because first of all, they would tell you where they're going to beat your ass at. They'd be like, yo, bro, meet me at the playground at 330 You know where the fuck I wouldn't be at 3.30? (laughs) That fucking playground. I'd be in the office snitching like I think he's at the playground. You guys should talk to him about threatening people. Because technically he was threatened. (laughs) Fighting back in the day was easier because you only had to fight one person. If you had beef with David, you fought David. Nowadays, these guys roll 30, 40 people deep. I don't have that many friends. I'm married with kids. That's all the backup I have. I was at the club one time. Dude got mad. He said, fuck you, bro. I'm about to call my niggas. And then he called his niggas. So I called my niggas. And he called more niggas. I was out of niggas. I was like... I don't have more, you know. I had to call my wife. I'm like, wake up the kids. We need more niggas. We are short-staffed. She woke him up. She had my grandma bring them out. We fought. We lost. But It was a blessing fighting with my grandma because when we were knocked out on the concrete, I was able to roll over and use her life alert, right? <laughs> to call for assistance, you know? And they answer fast. They were like, do you need an ambulance? I was like, no, we need more niggas. <laughs> do you have any you can send? We are short-staffed. <laughs> more niggas. I'm I'm black, by the way. I just just see some people looking at me like, why does this Mexican keep saying nigga? No mas, mi amigo. No mas. (laughs) It's cool we on the same team, baby. I can't fight. My wife, she'll get me in a fight fast. We was in the mall one time. Dude walked up, smacked me in the face. I was gonna let it go. I was just about to congratulate him on a well-deserved victory. And here comes my wife. Hit him back, Jason. Hit him back. I said, bitch, you hit him. Yo, I said it's marriage is a team, right? Well, tag, get the fuck in there. Power drive them or something. <laughs> We're losing, you know. She got her ass beat. Bad too, bro. I woulda helped her, but she never tagged me. I said, you gotta tag can't jump the ropes, we'll get disqualified. You're going to lose the belt. We don't want to lose the belt. That's how I learned how to fight, was professional wrestling. You guys remember when Hulk Hogan would let someone punch him in his face and he would shake it off and keep fighting? I tried that shit. The dude hit me in the face. I was like, ah, do it again. He did it again, knocked me out. I was out for 20 minutes. I woke up to my wife, load me in the car. I said, get the fuck off of me. Some fucking teammate you are, you know? She gonna say I never tagged her. I said, I didn't even think about tagging you. I don't like to fight. I like to watch fights. I'll sit back and watch a fight all day, but I won't jump in, you know? Well. I saw my little brother getting jumped by like four people one time. I couldn't sit back and watch that shit. I closed my eyes. I said... (laughs) I gotta learn how to fight! I have kids I have to protect. I have a set of twins, and I found out recently my wife is pregnant with our third child. We have a third child on the way. Thank you. When I found out, I became emotional, and I broke down, and I wrote this poem. I call it Dear Precious Child. And every night before I go to sleep, I get down on my knees, and I rub my wife's pregnant stomach, and I read this poem directly to my unborn child. Just so they can hear my voice, we can share that moment. Uh, I'm going to share it with you guys. If I become emotional, forgive me. It's not quite finished, but this is what I have so far. Dear Precious Child goes just like this. Shit! <laughs> That's all I got so far. <laughs> it's my first poem. Thank you guys. Other than that small mishap, life's been great. You know, I've been traveling around doing comedy. I was in Chicago uh, because I had a show booked at a swingers club. You know what swingers are? <laughs> couples that fuck other couples. Who thought of that? Who's the first man to make love to his wife and just think to himself like, man, I wish James was here. Yeah. <laughs> James would love this shit. James loves pussy, you know? And here's the thing. I don't even like talking this disgusting to my audience. I'm just being dead honest. I'm performing for a group of swingers. I'm like, hey, that's my time. My name is Jason Banks. I put the mic down, and immediately to my right, a girl just starts going down on a guy. And as I scan the room, people start getting undressed and having sex and I realized at that moment, they're not here for me. <laughs> they're here for each other. And when I walked off stage, 75% of the audience is engaged in sexual activity. And the manager comes over and he pays me and he goes, you can stick around if you want to. <laughs> I said, I'll stick around for a little bit, you know? <laughs> I gotta know where I gotta be, right? So I stayed, and I watched a sex party. I watched one woman have sex with the whole club. She went from bed to bed having sex with every guy in there, and then she going to come try to invite me into the fun. She's going to walk her little sweaty ass over. <laughs> she was like, you know what I could use? I was like, a break, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> We should clock out, take a nap. <laughs> do you know what I could use? An ice bath? You look swollen, you know? <laughs> but I was intrigued. So I talked to her, and I asked her, I said, how did you and your husband get into this whole swinging thing? And she said, we were sitting around the house with our friends, bored, we had nothing to do, and my husband suggested this. I said, damn, I'd have went with Pictionary, you know? (laughs) I'm a drawer. I like to draw. I couldn't imagine suggesting swinging to my wife. We're just sitting at the house with our friends. She's like, what do you want to do, Jason? I'm like, I kind of want to fuck the Johnson family. (laughs) I'm too jealous to be a swinger. I couldn't imagine my friend having sex with my wife. Right beside me, talking shit, too. Whose is it? Whose is it? <laughs> I'd be like, it's mine, nigga! Stop asking her that! <laughs> it's the fifth time you asked her, man. <laughs> I'm very jealous, I'm sorry. <laughs> and so I'm glad to be out of Chicago, bro. Glad to be here in Duluth, Georgia, bro. This is shit. <laughs> Gas South Theater. This place looks nice as shit on the inside. I feel like I'm at my white friend's house, you know? (laughs) And I ain't trying to say white people have more money than black people, because that's not true at all. I just had a lot of white friends growing up, and they all had more money than me, that's all. (laughs) I went to their house, I felt like I was in heaven. I'm like, man, y'all got everything. Electricity, heat, (laughs) water. What are those, my parents? Parents! (laughs) the fuck? Shit was crazy. Me and my brother saw a $5 bill at one of my white friends' house one time. We almost lost our fucking minds, nigga. My white friends had everything. I didn't have the things my white friends had. Money, food, shit like that. Clothes. I had to wear hand-me-downs to school. You guys remember wearing hand-me-downs? Wearing your older sibling's shit because it still fits you? I hated that shit so much because I have an older sister. <laughs> First day of school, I'm in a tube top, I got heels on, you know? <laughs> My principal's like, are you looking for trouble? I'm like, no, I'm looking for science. <laughs> Where do sexy scientists go, nigga? <laughs> the kids would make fun of me, hey, Jason's a bitch. I'm like, the baddest bitch. <laughs> First of all, these are red bottoms, these is bloody shoes, you didn't even see that. You didn't see the bloody on my shoes, nigga. (laughs) I hate being broke. I want to be rich. And not so I can live a rich, lavish lifestyle. I just want my kids to be taken care of, you know? Like, if Michael Jordan died tonight, his kids are set for life. And their kids are set for life. And their kids are set for life. If I died tonight... My kids are good till Tuesday, nigga. (laughs) come Tuesday, someone got to get a job, bro. Because Wednesday's going to be a struggle. I want to have money so I can do fun shit for my kids. My sister, she has money. She can do fun shit for her kids. When her son turned five, she took him to Disneyland. When my son turned five, I took him to Applebee's. And the killer part was I couldn't afford to take him inside. We just drove by. I said, look, it's Applebee's. Happy birthday, nigga. (laughs) Look out the window before you miss your gift. (laughs) I'm lying. We went inside. We had an Applebee's feast, but I felt bad, because how do you compare that to a Disneyland birthday party? My nephew's at the house just bragging about his Disneyland experience. He was like, I got to see Minnie Mouse. I got to see Mickey Mouse. I got to get on Splash Mountain. I tapped my son, I said, tell him about your mozzarella sticks. <laughs> and tell him how fucking cheesy they were, man. <laughs> we had a good ass time, don't let him outshine us, motherfucker. Because I was so broke, I had to take whatever job I could get. I worked at McDonald's, i tell you this, girls do not respect you when you work at McDonald's. They would talk shit to you fast. I was trying to holler at one girl, she was like, how you gonna take care of me when you still flipping burgers? I was like, first off, bitch, I'm on fries. (laughs) Mike's on burgers. I can't be on burgers because I ain't been here for 90 days. (laughs) You got me confused with Mike, you know? Whatever job I could get. I worked at a haunted house for a day. Why only a day? Because I'm fucking scared of haunted houses. (laughs) Now that I'm 39, I understand it was people dressed up in costumes. But back when I was 36, you couldn't tell me shit. You know how scared I was? I was terrified. Day one, they dressed me up like a werewolf. They said, sir, go down the hallway, go in the second door on the left. That's your station. Just jump out and scare people. I walked down the hallway. I walked to the second door on my left. I walked right back out. I said, ma'am, there are vampires in there. <laughs> I can't be in there around vampires. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> A couple comes around the corner. A girl sees me. She freaks out. She's like, Greg, hold me. I said, shit, Greg, hold both of us. <laughs> there are vampires in there. Look, I'm scared of everything my kids are scared of. The other day, my son and I watched a scary movie. Three o'clock in the morning, he runs up to my room, jumps in my bed, tries to hide under my covers. I was already there. I told him, this is my hiding spot. Get your own fucking hiding spot. You're going to get us killed, you know? He called my mom at three o'clock in the morning. He said, Grandma, I want to come stay with you. She said, put your dad on the phone. I said, hello? She said, what's going on? I said, we want to come stay with you if it's cool. (laughs) We're not comfortable. (laughs) Here's the thing, man, I love my son. I love the shit out of my son. I just hate our conversations. Can I say that? He's eight years old and it takes him forever to form a sentence (laughs) and it bugs the shit out of me. Where my daughter, she's quick. And I respect it, you know? She came home from school one day. I said, Ryan, how was school? She said, great. Today at recess, I got to get on the slide. I said, that sounds fun. I asked my son the same exact question. I said, Cam, how was school? He said, oh, man, today, whenever, 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 okay, when we, when we, when we... When we okay so it was me and Mikey and whenever 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 when, when we when we when we was when we was whenever whenever we when we was outside when we was outside I got to get on On... Uh, on uh on uh, no on, uh. <laughs> I just left. I said fuck this shit I walked outside got in my car just drove away driving around town, trying to clear my head. I stopped by my friend's house, I was complaining, we were talking, and about an hour into the conversation, I realized, my wife's not home. Like I left, I left two eight-year-olds home alone. I freaked out. I ran outside, jumped in the car, sped home, thinking the worst case scenario. House is gonna be burnt down. Dogs gonna be dead. Kids are gonna be crying. I pull in the driveway, jump out the car, run to the front porch, swing open the door, and he said, "On, no. Oh, no. Um, on, um, oh, no. <laughs> That's a son of a bitch. He's still telling the story. love my kids man they've been asking to go to the pool so i took them to the pool found out pool prices have went up when i was little it cost a dollar to get into the pool i took two kids to the pool they said 48 dollars. i said what the fuck they swimming in fiji water why just put them in dasani i don't give a shit She said, well, you can pay $500, get a pool pass, and come back every day this summer. I said, no, fuck you and the pool pass. (laughs) I paid $48, but I was upset. It was hot, crowded, kids were everywhere. Just then, two women walk in, sit down beside me, and introduce themselves as Jamie and Amy. Jamie and Amy start rubbing sunscreen all over each other, and then simultaneously... They take off their bikini tops and lay there and sunbathe with their breasts out in front of like 60 fucking kids. And it was pandemonium, parents freaked out. They jumped up, they were covering their kids' eyes. I jumped up, I snatched my kids out the pool. I marched right up front. I found the first person that worked there. I said, do you work here? He said, yes I do, how can I help you? I said, I need to buy a pool pass. I didn't see any nipples on the brochure or anything like that. He said, you get two additional names on your pool pass What your kids' names are, write them down I said, fuck these kids, put down Jamie and Amy if you could (laughs) They got their nipples out, I don't know what I'm supposed to do I love my kids They've been asking for a dog, so I got them a dog Now anytime anything bad happens at the house, the dog gets blamed It's stupid as shit Every time my wife comes home, she's like, what the hell happened at this house? And my daughter's like, the dog tore up my room. And my son's like, and the dog tore up my room. Then she looks at me, I'm like, and he might have got your best friend pregnant, stupid ass. That's how he fucked up the kids' rooms. We were like, what? I'm trying to be a good dad. Just feel like I'm failing, you know? We found a porno in my son's room. Well, my wife found a porno. I come home from work, she's sitting on the couch holding a porno DVD, Ass Shakers, volume (laughs) two. And she's looking at me, can you believe this? Can you fucking believe this? And I couldn't, I was like, hell no, I can't believe that. There's a volume two? (laughs) When did that come out? Put it in, let's watch it, you know? she was like, no, this is your son's. Now I'm shocked, because I didn't even know he was watching porno. Meanwhile, this little guy's on the sequel. He is deeply invested (laughs) in this ass-shaking story. And she was like, you need to go talk to him. So I took it, I went upstairs, I talked to him for like 20 minutes, and I come down, she's still freaking out. She was like, did you talk to him? I said, yeah. She said, well, what did he say? I was like, he said we could borrow it till Friday. Put it in dude. <laughs> Trying to be a good dad, bro? Like my dad, my dad's amazing. He just said shit when I was little that made no sense. It would confuse me, you know? He'd be like, "Son, never put your hands on a woman." That's what he'd say to me every day. "Never put your hands on a woman." I thought he wanted me to be gay. like I'm at school holding hands with a boy named Brian thinking to myself dad's gonna be proud as shit when he see us nigga (laughs) by the time I found out he meant don't hit a woman I was already in a six month relationship I'm like I can't leave now Brian needs me I gotta stay I made a promise didn't I baby I made a That's what he's saying, never hate a woman and never cheat on a woman. And I understand that now that I saw what happened to Tiger Woods, right? Because that man was having sex with everybody and paying some for it. I saw one girl on the news, she was like, Tiger Woods gave me $10,000 a month to keep quiet. I'm sitting there like, well, bitch, you ain't doing your job, you know? Someone got to shut up, it's in the job description. (laughs) Are you going to get fired? (laughs) We didn't care Tiger cheated. You know why? Because we adore celebrities. We think they're the greatest thing in the world. We act different when they're around. I give an example. I went to a Genuine concert recently. Uh, It was only $5 or a canned good to get in. (laughs) I said, fuck it. (laughs) I grabbed some ravioli and I jumped in the car. I show up, it's just me and 5,000 females. Genuine comes out, he's singing, dancing, having a good time. I'm singing, I'm dancing, I'm having an amazing time. Genuine pulls out a towel, wipes the sweat off his head, and he sings to the crowd. He's like, who wants this towel? And I looked at my wife and I was like, who the fuck would want that towel? But I was wrong because every girl there wanted the towel. They were screaming, hollering, had their hands up. Genuine takes the same towel, pulls up his shirt, wipes the sweat off his chest, and he sings again. He's like, who wants this towel? And I looked at my wife and I'm like, I kinda want the fucking towel now. I didn't know he was gonna wipe his chest, he never said. I didn't raise my hand, I was the only guy there. He wasn't gonna choose me like, yo, light skin, come get this towel. I said, fuck it, I bought my own towel. But that was my main complaint about the genuine concert. He only catered to the women, and I didn't like that shit. Like, I'm not gay, but I could use the attention, you know? At one point, genuine was like, ladies, let me hear you scream. And then all the ladies screamed and then he never asked me to do shit. I was like, when the fuck do I scream, you know? I had to approach security. I'm like, do I just scream when the ladies scream or how does this work? I brought this ravioli and I feel like we should all get a chance to scream. At one point, Ginuwine started walking through the crowd. He was singing to the women. He got to my wife, he grabbed her by the hand, he started singing to her, she started crying. Genuine wiped a tear off her eye, and he said, don't cry, you're too beautiful to cry. Then he looked at me to see if I was gonna get mad. I didn't care at all, I pointed at my face and said, I'm crying, hold my hand, wipe my tears, sing me a song. <laughs> brought this fucking ravioli, and I feel like, <laughs> I feel like we're not being treated the same, you know? I wanna speak to guest services. I complain, they ain't do shit about it, but I complain. I love concerts. I took my white friend to a Snoop Dogg concert recently. During the concert, Snoop's up there rapping, saying some Snoop Dogg shit. And my white friend looked at me, he said, Jason, why do so many black people make up words and put them in their songs? And there was nothing I could say. Fo shizzle, my nizzle, ski, ski, ski. These aren't real words. We made that shit up. <laughs> then I thought about it and I'm like, wait a minute. White people started this shit. Yeah. You ever seen the movie Grease? <laughs> Those aren't real words. They just out there. We go together like Ramalama Lama, Kanickity Dick Dog. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? What's the Kanickity Dick to <laughs> Wait, sir up front, what's the connected thing to do, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I got one in the car, nigga, after the show. Come check out the <laughs> I never said shit like that in my life. I never had a girl come up to me, hey Jason, we're through. Oh come on, baby, but we go together. Like shoo up, showada wada yippy poop di All my friends in the back like shoot a bat bat shoot a bat bat shoot a bat bat I can use that in Scrabble, nigga. <laughs> I got Chang Chang, Changity Chang shaba It's 38 points. I know way too many words to that song, man. I like Greece. My friends said I was gay because I like Grease so much. I'm not gay. I know you can't just look at someone and tell if they're gay. It actually sounds ignorant, to be honest. Uh, besides my cousin, like I said, I do have a gay cousin. You can tell he's gay. He's a cop and doesn't even carry a real gun. He just, he just shoots people with his fingers all day. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he'll be on duty all day just... Peel. 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 I saw him one time he said, Cover me, I'm going in. I said, I said, You better get you a real gun before you die. He said, You gonna die. PM Shot me in my face in front of my kids. I said, Don't kill me in front of my kids. I love my family. And women. I love women. I just feel like it's hard for me to get a woman now that I'm married. I feel like... I feel like you guys changed on me, man. And I love all types of women. I love cute women. My wife, she hates cute women. Every time she sees one, she got something smart to say. She's like, ew, she thinks she's cute. I'm like, I think she's cute. Me and her think alike. Love all types. I love white women. I'm a big fan. I grew up watching you guys, you know? (laughs) I've been to jail for watching you guys. I appreciate you coming out. Putting yourself in harm's way. That's cool as shit. You know, I really love that. I love black women, man. Yeah, bro. I love black women because you're beautiful, strong, independent, and y'all can fight like a motherfucker, boy. I done fought 17 black girls in my life. I ain't one yet, nigga. I be at home calling my friends like, yo, we gonna have to jump Keisha, nigga. Fuck you, she a thug, nigga. That's my first thug. I ain't never fought a thug. I like women with tattoos. I just don't think she can tattoo your boyfriend's name. I had one girl, she said, Jason, i am a rock your world. I said, That's what's up. She pulled off her shirt, she had eight guys' names tattooed on her back. I didn't know what to do. I signed in, took a seat. Well, I said, Shit, I hope I'm next, you know. I gotta be a working five motherfucker. I just read a magazine, and I left, man. Women are sneaky. They ask you trick questions. My wife asked me a trick question the other day. She said, Jason, if you could sleep with any of my friends. <laughs> I wish you was there when she asked me, nigga. Like, I'm not sure what the correct answer is but I do know the incorrect answer <laughs> is Nikki, you know? <laughs> and I was confident, too. I thought, for sure, it turns out, nah, I wouldn't do that. And I joke, but I love my wife. Now, you know? And I wasn't ready the first time she said it to me. She looked me dead in the eye. She said, I love you. I didn't know what to say. I told her, I don't know what to say. She said, just say how you feel. I said, sleepy, but <laughs> what does <is> that mean? <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> We're gonna treat these women right. I'm tired of my friends breaking up with women for no reason. Just leaving them. I saw my boy Tony the other day. I said, Tony, how's Tasha doing? He said, Man, I left that chick. She got three badass kids. I said, Tony, them are your kids. <laughs> Can't leave a girl because your kids are bad? (laughs) You have to have a good excuse when you leave someone, like my ex-girlfriend who left me because according to her, I will never amount to anything. 15 years later, let me just say this, lucky guess, bitch, like, (laughs) are you in a sidekick? You just a good-ass guesser? (laughs) She was a horrible person. She used to cheat on me all the time, with a sugar daddy, a guy who kept buying her shit. TVs, furniture, gave her money. To be completely honest, I kinda liked him being a part of the relationship. When they stopped talking, I was devastated. I was blowing up his phone, like, is it something she did? Cause she can change. Don't let the small shit ruin what you guys have, man. You guys go together like Ramma lama Lamma dink Dinka Dog, sir. Please. I liked him, man. I liked him more than she liked him. I remember six months down the road, he finally called back. She answered the phone. She was like, Hello? He was like, I miss you, baby. I snatched the phone from her. I said, We miss you too, nigga. We was just talking about you. Come see me, I mean us, come see us. I gotta stop getting high. I used to go to work high, which was horrible, because I worked customer service. I had a lady call me up one time, she wanted a refund. We didn't give refunds. I said, look lady, we don't give refunds. Now she wants to speak to my manager. Remind you, I am high as shit. She don't say, let me speak to your manager. She says, let me talk to somebody higher than you. I was like, ma'am, I'm the highest guy at this call center. I just smoked during lunch. <laughs> You can call my cousin Brandon, he gets high as shit, but he don't work here. You gotta call over Arby's, you know? He's making sandwiches. I gotta stop driving when I'm high. Not because I'm dangerous, I just get paranoid and do weird shit. I was driving down the highway, high as shit, and a funeral procession merges on the highway. Everybody got the purple flags in their car, and they circle me, so when I get to the exit, I can't get out. I start honking, I'm smoking. I look in the rear view, there were two cops behind me. I was so high, I didn't know what to do. I just went to the gravesite with them. I stood up front, I held hands with the family. I cried, I was like, this is so sad. <laughs> I left devastated. I called off work and everything. I said, I can't come in tomorrow. They said, what happened? I said, Bill died. They said, is there anything we can do? I said, just pray for me and the family, I guess. Do what you want to do. I want to bring up something that's, that I hold very close to my heart, man. Uh, I do this at all my shows. I'm not sure if you guys have been watching the news recently. But teachers are fucking the shit out of the students (laughs) all the time. It's on TV every day. I'm on season five right now. You got to tune in. One weekend, there were three or four different stories about teachers having sex with their students. And then on Monday morning, I wake up and turn on the news and it was like another 35-year-old teacher was caught having sex with her student. Tuesday morning, I wake up, turn on the news, another 38-year-old teacher was caught having sex with her student. Wednesday morning, I was at the bus stop with a backpack and a lunchbox. (laughs) This little kid came up. He said, are you excited? I said, you have no fucking idea. <laughs> I'm serious. You want to have sex tonight? Fuck the club. Go to algebra class. These bitches are freaks. That's what the news said, you know? And half of them are married. How do you defend that to your husband? He's like, you're going to ruin our marriage over a child? She's like, he is a line leader, Michael. Is responsible. <laughs> I wish I could have had sex with my teacher But I was scared of sex Because I caught my parents having sex When I was six years old And I thought my mom was going to die <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning I come downstairs to get a drink of water And there they are just going at it And I freaked out I started crying I'm peeing on myself Because <laughs> I thought they were fighting and by the looks of things, dad's winning, you know? Because <laughs> these there just hitting her, like, what's my name? What's my name? I'm a mama's boy. I'm outside the hallway trying to help her. I'm like, mama, say Jean. <laughs> say Jean, mama, please. He was like, who's your daddy? I was like, oh, we know this one. (laughs) Say, Grandpa, Mama, please. I was so so scared. I thought she was going to die. I didn't know what to do. You know what I did? I called the police on my dad. I dialed 911. I said, somebody better get here fast. He's trying to kill her, man. But nothing happened because my gay cousin showed up. He said, "Peel, you better get out of here. <laughs> guys, my name is Jason Banks. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing. I appreciate you, man.